this is not a secret. We think sometimes our habits are our secret and maybe we'll allow or invite somebody into our lives. You know, let's say you're sharing a hotel room with, I don't know, a stranger or somebody that you're not that close to. You're doing a little weekend getaway and they're your roommate for the weekend. And you know how you kind of put your best foot on because you don't want to really show them your quote unquote real habits. Isn't that interesting how we hide them? Yet they're not hidden. People know them. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hello, girls, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. I want to give a big thank you to MZM Konst on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for your review, for your five-star written review on Apple Podcast, and it's titled, Always Learning from the Get Up Girl. As a business owner, it's important to always be learning, improving, and inspiring. Thank you, Joanna, for being freaking real. Yes! I know I have a takeaway to share with my staff after I listen to your podcast. Oh, thank you so much, MZN. Cons, I'm pretty sure it's construction. Check out MZN Construction. Thank you so much. And remember, please DM me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official and say, hey, Joanna, you read my review and my team and I will send you out some fall swag. We have some really cute sweaters right now. So until supplies last. And thank you to everybody that has already DM'd me, letting me know that I have read your review on a show and how fun is that? So please go to Apple Podcast. Please put a five-star review, write a written review. Tell me what your takeaway is, you know, from the overall show. And if I read your review and you DM me back, you're going to get some swag in the mail. Let's jump into the show. Happy Monday kickoff. If you're listening to this in real time, it's Monday, and I always like to give you a little Monday inspiration, a little get up inspo for the week. And I am obsessed with habits, and I am obsessed with productivity hacks and time management. I mean, that's the best term I can give it because I was the girl over 20 years ago who was always late to every event. I would show up frazzled to everything I did. I would wake up with minutes to spare and I would jump in the shower and just run out the door and yelling and cursing at everybody on the road as I'm driving because they should go faster than I'm going because I'm in a hurry. That was my life. And I finally got so fed up with living like that. And I had to get really real with myself and know that it was me. And I used to make it everybody else's fault that that happened. I used to wear it like a badge of honor. 
I had a license plate cover that said always late, but worth the wait. And I wore it well. And I played that story well until I no longer wanted to live like that. And I started to practice habits. And I was at Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within about 15 plus years ago. And I remember him saying, you could look at anybody and know what their habits are. You don't need to be psychic to know what somebody does in the morning, what they do at night, how they spend their time. You can look at them. You can look at them and know if they took a shower that morning. You can smell them and know if they care about how they smell. I mean, you can look at their muscle and know if they work out. I mean, I can go on and on. And that's what I mean about habits. This is not a secret. We think sometimes our habits are our secret and maybe we'll allow or invite somebody into our lives. You know, let's say you're sharing a hotel room with, I don't know, a stranger or somebody that you're not that close to. You're doing a little weekend getaway and they're your roommate for the weekend. And you know how you kind of put your best foot on because you don't want to really show them your quote unquote real habits. Isn't that interesting how we hide them? Yet. They're not hidden. People know them. If you're the one that's always early to every meeting, every event, that's a habit. If you're the person that's always showing up frazzled or in a bad mood or in a great mood, your habits are not a secret. And I am obsessed with habits. And I just finished a book club with my Live Fully Academy monthly membership. And we finished The Atomic Habits and by James Clear. And I just am fascinated with that book. I love it because I really like how he breaks it down. He gives you the logical, you know, step-by-step process of what a habit is, how can you change it, how they stack. It's phenomenal. Please pick up that book. And we are made up of our habits. And this happened to me last week. And I want to tell you this story that just made it full circle for me. So I have three things that you can do starting today starting this week that can change your habits. And if you're thinking, well, Joanna, my habits are pretty great. Cause let's say if I'm listening to this, I think my habits are pretty great. They can be even better. I know I can step my habits up because I'm not where I would like to be yet. So then I got to get real and go, Joanna, your habits are not there yet because I get comfortable. And if I compare myself to, you know, Joe Blow down the street, yeah, my habits are like phenomenal compared to his or hers yet they are not where they are required at this moment for me to get to the next level of life of where I would like to be. So I'm going to start with the first one and it's cash in on your compound effect of habits. Let me explain. As I've experienced working with so many clients over the years in fitness and in business, I see them assume that by taking one class, by listening to a few podcasts, by, you know, starting to change their mindset, that it's going to happen overnight. And I'm going, no, uh-uh, this is compound interest. Think of it like you're investing money in your future. And if you put a penny every month, you put a dollar. Every month, you put $100. Every month into a savings account with a high interest rate, let's just say. It's not going to pay off right away. It's going to pay off in 20 years, in 30 years, in 40 years. If you don't look at it, all of a sudden you open up your account one day and it's like, oh my gosh, I have $100,000 in just interest? Wow, where did that come from? 
because you're doing it a little bit at a time. It is so tiny. It is so minute that you don't realize or recognize or see the change. It's like watching a plant grow. Have you ever left the plant and then you come back a week later and you're like, where did that root come from? Where'd that little stem come from? Because it's been growing for months and months. Then all of a sudden, boom, the compound effect of your habits, they sprout out and now you can physically see them, touch them, taste them. Those are habits. So this is what made me realize. I've been teaching fitness since I was 18 years old and now I'm in my early 40s. So over 20 something years, I've been teaching fitness and I've never thought about my body when I was younger, the way it's going to look now today. I didn't train like that. I trained for the immediate. So in my twenties, I was training and teaching step aerobics. I mean, that's, you know, I remember step aerobics and I taught at every gym possible. And I used to lift weights in my thirties, hardcore with the trainer. And I really transformed my body and I'm still training to this day. Now that we're in the quarantine, I've been working out three to four times a week for the entire eight months. If you're listening to this in real time. And the reason I'm telling you this is because the compound effect hit me last week. All of a sudden, people started to tell me, wow, your body, like, you look really good, Joanna, or, oh, you've been working out. And in my head, I'm going, I've never stopped working out. I've been working out for the past 25 years. I've been training and lifting weights for 25 years. Yet the compound effect was boom was the time where you see the little sprout come up from the plant. And it wasn't like, wow, you didn't notice before. No, it wasn't that energy. The energy was like, thank you. Thank you. Because I've been working pretty diligently and consistently and hard and boom, it hit. And what I realized is that I have been training for the past 25 years for my 40s. And now I'm training right now for my 50s. And I'm going to be training right now for my 60s. I am training right now. I'm putting interest into my body now so that I can cash in later, so that I could be 60, 70, 80 years old, strong and vibrant and like a badass, physically strong so that I can do a push-up in my 80s. I'm doing that now in my 30s and 40s. I'm training now for my 80s because what I've noticed Clients come in for fitness and they want immediate results. And when they don't get immediate results, they give up. And I'm going, this is forever. We've been fed a 30-day fitness challenge. We've been fed 30 days to six-pack abs. We've been fed two weeks of this to lose 10 pounds. And that could absolutely happen. And that's hard to sustain. That's like a quick, rich scheme. You make a lot of money. Can you sustain that? How many people win the lottery? It's 90 something percent will lose the money because they're not used to having money. Okay. So if you start to change your body slowly, if you start to change your business slowly and surely all of a sudden, boom, compound interest, you cash in. And that's what they call the overnight success that only took 20 years. Because we think it's an overnight success and it's not. 
So last week, I was selling something on, you know, Facebook Marketplace and I was selling some equipment and that doesn't matter. So I met up with this gentleman. He said, okay, I'll meet you up at this time and I'm going to pick up whatever I'm buying. So I saw him in the car and I could see him looking at me. I don't think he knew I was the person selling the equipment yet. Okay. Cause it was a busy street, but I saw him check me out and I'm like, Oh, okay. I wonder if that's him. And if it's not, you know, but Oh, he's good looking. Like all of a sudden I go, Oh, he was, he was a handsome guy. So I text him and I say, Hey, I'm here. I'm at this door. And he starts to walk and you can see his eyes as our eyes locked. And he thought, I'm assuming, but I could tell, you know, I'm a girl. I could tell that he went, Oh, that is her. Yes. I'm attracted to her. I could, you know, girls, we know when, when somebody's attracted to us. And I saw him get a big smile, even though, you know, he had his mask on. We both had our masks on. And he started to talk to me. We had a really nice, pleasant conversation. And I asked him, you know, hey, where'd you go to high school? Where'd you grow up? And uh, we started to find uncommon commonalities. And then he asked, oh, where'd you go to high school? And I told him. And then the next question was, what year did you graduate? Because he wanted to see if he knew anybody that, you know, that I knew. And I told him, 95. And I, I just love that reaction from men, from younger men, because he was probably in his 20s, I'm guessing, 27, something like that. And I love that reaction because that is the compound interest that I've been working for because I don't think I look my age, right? But I'm like, I've been working for 20 something years and I hang around with younger people and I have fun and I, I, don't, I don't think I act old and boring because I know people my age and the language that they use is unbelievable. Well, in my age, I don't do that. Or I used to do that. And I'm going, I still do it. I still do everything exactly the way I did in my 20s. I will go to a club. I will dance right there. Like I act the same. Please take me to a corner and slap me around if you ever see me doing things differently because I'm quote unquote older, right? I mean, I might not go to the clubs every weekend like I did in my 20s, yet I'm straight up in there. I mean, I'm having fun. So with that being said, when he asked me and his face was like, oh my gosh, really? Like it just, and he, you could see that he was even more attracted to me. It was like, oh my gosh, older, hot woman or something. I mean, this is just a side, I love to tell fun stories. And I told this story to my clients online as we, you know, we're working out and I'm going, bam, that's it. That's the compound interest. And I know it's going to happen with my businesses right now. After this quarantine, starting all over again, I know that the compound interest that I've been working on is going to cash in soon. And it may not cash in right away. And cash in doesn't actually have to mean, you know, money or cash, but it's a metaphor. You understand what I'm saying. And I know I'm going to see the sprouts from the plant of working diligently for the last eight months plus 20 something years on the business and businesses and my knowledge of what I've been learning and doing and growing as a business owner. So that's the first thing. The second thing is reverse engineer your desires because this is what I've, gosh, learned from teaching, planning, productivity hacks for the past 10 years to clients. They want to go from A to Z when they write their goals. And what I've learned is you got to go from Z to A. 
And I feel like the baby mindsetters want to go A, B, C and go, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, which is cool. And what else is possible if we were to reverse engineer it and go, okay, where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you want to be in five years? And sometimes it can be difficult to imagine where you are going to be in 10 years. And I ask this to my clients all the time. Where would you like to be in 10 years? Where do you want your body in 10 years? Where do you want your business in 10 years? And many times they don't have the answer. Cool. I just want to keep asking the question so that there's an awareness around it and there's a feeling around it. And I just want you to get kind of familiar with that question and really comfortable with that question. So with that being said, where would you like to be with your money in X years? Where would you like to be with your body in X years? What would you like to learn and master in the next one month, one year, 10 years, whatever it may be? And then once you have those desires, you reverse engineer it. And then you put together the plan. And the next thing is what habit needs to shift, change, create, die in order for you to get there. And I see a lot of my clients get mixed up when we come to the habit part. Because if you don't change your habits, you're going to be an airplane just circling on top not being able to land your plane because there's too much junk on the runway. Let me say that one more time. You are going to be in the air with your dreams and desires, circling up on top, looking down on your runway, not being able to land because there's too much junk, too much chaos, dumb habits that you're doing that are on the runway, not allowing you to land. So reverse engineer it, and then you're going to figure out what habits got to shift, change, be, do, grow in order to get there. And then the last thing is, this is how we actually create the habit. This is what I do. This is years and years of going, okay, how do we make this work? Before cell phones, before smartphones, I used to write it down every morning, or I'd put it in lipstick on my mirror, you know, in my bathroom. I used to do post-its. I mean, you name it. Remember the little cartoons so many years ago and they'd, they'd put a little, like um, a string around your finger and that reminds you to do something. And we're so blessed now we have smartphones and you can set an alarm that will take you five seconds to set. I have so many alarms on my phone. It's ridiculous. I probably have around 30 alarms go off all day, every day. So as soon as I wake up, there's an alarm at, you know, 5.30 that says to do X, Y, Z. Then at 6 o'clock, 6 a.m., there's another alarm that says, remember that blah, blah, blah. 6.30, another alarm comes off and says, hey, remember to turn off the coffee. I mean, I'm just making stuff up right now. And this is what I do. I rotate habits as I get them. Some habits take a month for me to get. Some take a year to get. So last year in 2019, one of my big habits shift that I was working on, and I'm still working on till today, is my evening routine. See, I reversed engineered it, and I thought it was my morning routine. And what I learned was that that was complete BS. It started with my evening routine. And I learned that my, when my evening routine was off, did not create more for my life, my morning routine was then off. 
So see how I, I reversed engineer it. And many of my clients will think it's the morning routine. I'm like, how is your evening routine? They're like, oh, well, I'm watching TV and that I fall asleep with the TV on. I'm like, okay, we got to start. Let's reverse it. It starts with the evening routine. That's a whole other podcast. But I just wanted to explain how when we reverse engineer it, we actually get to what it really is. And we stop lying to ourselves and we stop buying the BS of what it is. So every night at 8.45, I had an alarm go off that reminded me, brush your teeth. I know that sounds so funny and so like ridiculous. That's like for little kids. Yet I needed that alarm. Brush your teeth. Again, next day, brush your teeth, 8.45. Then I'm like, oh, this is not working. I'm going to do it for 6.30 p.m. because I wanted to brush my teeth after I ate dinner. So I'm like, okay, if I eat at five or six, okay, that at least gives me 30 minutes. Boom. So I realized that worked. Okay, do you see how I keep going further down and deeper and reverse engineering that? And I had that alarm for almost a year. Brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Because I knew that if I brushed my teeth, it would lead into the rest of the evening routine. And then I totally changed my morning routine. Now my morning routine was good. I'm going to give it a B plus. Now it's like an A minus. It's getting better. It's not where I would like it to be. And it is so much better. I tell you this story because I want to show you how long it took me. It took me a year to get this habit. And then there's other habits that I have that take me three weeks. And then I delete that alarm. I'm like, I got it. Boom. And I feel like I lost it. I put that alarm back on. But now I don't have the brush your teeth alarm anymore. Now I have a different evening alarm. Like I sleep with an affirmation on my phone so that I can hear it lightly as I'm sleeping. So that's my next alarm. See how I had an A minus evening routine. I wanted to bring it up to an A evening routine. So now it's sleeping with affirmations all night long for eight hours straight. I hear my voice speaking. And I do want to talk about that a little bit later on, on another show, but to show you what I, I do for that as those, as those hacks to get my mindset ready for business the next day and for creating and for getting ready to get ready for when crap hits the fan. That's how I do it by priming my mind, by listening to affirmations for eight hours straight as I sleep. Let's go over these three things one more time. And then please, if you haven't read Atomic Habits by James Clear, I highly recommend it. First thing, cash in on your compound interest of habits. It might take time to get there. And what else is possible if it can go a little bit faster? Yet, just know that it could take some time to order to cash in. It may not happen overnight. Second thing, reverse engineer your desires. What is it that you really would like and go from Z to A? Notice if you're going from A to Z, you're probably going to take a little bit longer if you do it that way. And the last thing is, woo, chunk it down and put it into your phone as an alarm. You can get so creative now with all these apps or just the regular smartphone alarm, and it could say something. And if you have an, a watch, like a smart watch, it can also vibrate on your wrist and then it could tell you right there, oh yeah, I got to do this. I got to brush my teeth. How does it get easier than that? And what else is possible for our lives that we can't even imagine? I want to say thank you so much and send you off onto Monday with this Monday kickoff. And I want you to up-level your habits. How can you up-level your habits? DM me and take a screenshot of this episode, or maybe you want to do a little video of you just talking and let me know what your takeaway is from this show. 
nothing makes me happier than getting your DMs and knowing that, you know, my voice and my ideas are out there and having a ripple effect on you and your life and your family's lives and your love life and your kids' lives, right? Because when you change and up-level your habits, the people around you notice and they begin to, you know, straighten their collar and change their life as well. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you dearly. And gals, remember, life can get tough. Life is amazing. You are magical. And remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.